pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. This is episode 229. Today I'm going to be recording live from SHOT Show. I'm home now, already recorded the show, but I just want to apologize in advance for the audio. Uh, The microphones that I had, they didn't work out as well, and it was really hard to take out a lot of that background noise, so I just want to apologize in advance for that. But otherwise, I hope you guys enjoy the show. We had some really great guests. The show's a little bit longer than it usually is, but... Hopefully you can just, you know, stop and pick up whenever it's convenient for you. Hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Gun Funny. This is episode 229 and I'm recording from SHOT Show in the Smith & Wesson booth because, guys, I made it pretty big. I mean, this is how you know you made it big. When you are in the Smith & Wesson booth and they make this little enclosure, I mean, it was supposed to be like four walls, not open in the front. I think we made it specifically for you, though. Yeah. Specify that you wanted four walls? Yeah. I guess that kind of falls back. I know. So, I mean, as a result, there's a little bit of, like, lots of, I mean, noise from the audience, we'll call it. It's not really the audience. They're just random people walking by. But, yeah, so there's there's a little bit of that noise. There's some background noise, and I apologize. But, really, I think it was Corey who didn't get the memo that it was supposed to be four walls. But no big deal. We're in this, like, really nice glass enclosure-ish thing. You're like we're in a fish tank. Kind of, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, so, yeah. The reason why I wanted to have you on is because not only are you like one of my really good friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll allow it. Yeah, but I also wanted to talk to you about some of the new guns that you came out with. Yes. The CSX, you guys have probably seen my review about it. If you haven't, though, it's this cute little micro-compact gun. It's single action only. You got to get it. You got to rack this forward so that people can actually see that there is a hammer. Yes. So we did kind of depart from the norm in a couple of ways on this gun. Uh, so it's a metal frame, right? It is. Which a lot it's, of people... Well, it's aluminum. Out. It's aluminum. Yeah, I don't know if you... Like, metal is... Well, I mean, listen, when I did my review, I said... Maybe I said steel. Yeah, no, it's aluminum. Yeah, but I mean... I, metal. I had to put out my review pretty quickly, though, because this gun, it, like, actually... Leaked. Yeah. So it did. We are looking for a plumber, Smith and Wesson. Yeah, there was a leak. <laughs> December twenty sixth. It was. Uh, my phone started blowing up. The gun store employee accidentally put it on Reddit because he didn't know what he had. He thought he had a prototype. He thought he had something cool. Really? He That's had, how it leaked. That is how it leaked. I thought it was also some YouTubers came out and. Uh, so after December twenty sixth, when it leaked from the gun store, then it was sales kind of pivoted and released it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, And so then here I am like doing my taxes and I had to run out and get my review done. Luckily though, I'd already brought this gun to the range three times. So I had a pretty good feel for it. So it wasn't like my first time shooting it. It's a really nice shooting gun too. It actually is. So one thing that I noticed and I talked to the engineer, one of the engineers that designed this gun. And I noticed personally that the Shield Plus it actually has a little more recoil than the CSX. It could be because it has a hammer in the way that it functions or the, what is it, the boraxis is closer to your hand, so it absorbs some of that recoil. I think it's a combination of all of those factors. Or it just feels, I mean, it feels really nice in your hand too because it's double stacked. It's a, so again, going back in 
time, right? When we started the development on this, mm -hmm. we realized the metal like micro knives, the metal carry guns, if you will, uh, there was no double stacks. Everything was like 1911-esque, but they were all single stacks. So yeah. it's kind of like, there's a hole there. Let's take a different approach to it. Let's mm -hmm. see what we can do, and then this is all we can Okay, so that makes sense because, you know, I mean, it, within like recent years, there's been an influx of micro compact pistols that are double stack. And it seems like, hey, whichever one holds, you know, the most ammo is kind of like the winner. And it, it was like sort of this like, I don't know, sort of this race as to like who could develop a gun that was double stack, that was smallest. Yeah, but you're right. There wasn't anything that was single action that would fulfill that. I guess, you know, that it's need a that... interesting little niche yeah. uh, selection, but it's a, a selection that we avoided. So um, the engineer who developed it did a fantastic job. It's a, I love shooting it. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I could spend a full day at the range shooting this. It's not... Some of the other micro nines, like, after shooting a little bit, it's kind of like, okay, that's, that's enough. It starts to hurt your hand a little like, bit. So you can shoot this thing all day long. Yeah. And so let's go over some of the features. So... Just like your typical like MP lines, so you can change out the back straps. Yep. So that one on it is like the standard size, mm -hmm. uh, and then you push a little detent pin in the back here. You can, okay. Um, so I use like a, a punch layer, uh, but you can even use a pen, right? What if you use like the tip of a bullet? You probably depending on the you know the caliber. Like a rifle bullet. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Do you want to be all like operator? Like, oh, let yeah, me just switch the, yeah. Uh, I just used a punch. Yeah, okay. An ordinary fella. Okay. Uh, but uh, standard, uh, there's another back strap that comes with it. And it's more for like deeper carry. It makes okay. it a smaller grip. So if you have smaller hands too. Uh, staying down on that grip size, right? So there's no texture. And like, yeah, so that's. And you know why? Tell me. You're never going to guess this. Okay, have a, take a few guesses. A few guesses, come on. Oh, gosh, you nailed it. You didn't even try to give me any, like, you know, funny answers. Uh, so, yeah, it's actually smooth right here, which makes perfect sense. And I know that some people are complaining about that because they're like, oh, it's not textured all the way around. It's textured in the front, textured in the back, but on the sides it's not. And that's because if you're carrying, let's say, appendix or something this part is going to be rubbing on your skin and it's going to be a little bit more comfortable. It also makes it a little more comfortable to shoot. I don't think that most men are going to notice it, but for me, having softer hands, it is something that, you know. Kind of moving forward, too, on the innovative parts of this gun, uh, we tried to keep it ambidextrous. So, uh, you know, left-handed shooters. Uh, That's, too. yeah, absolutely. And that is, like, so, I don't know, what is it, like a 17% or something? I think I'm just throwing that number That's out there. I'm kind of, yeah. I heard 66% of uh, statistics are made up. So yeah, so that that would go along with my uh, statistics, that number. But let's go with like 17%. Regardless, there's still a lot of people of the population that are gun owners, and the market is not catering to people who are left-handed. And this is to my knowledge, one of the first micro-compact guns that's fully ambidextrous. So, correct. Uh, so, with a caveat, right? So, okay. fully ambidextrous means I can go right to left. Um, when this one, so safety, that is, that's 100% slide release, 100% ambidextrous. The mag release is where we kind of depart from that. Yeah. We cater to the left-handed crowd by uh, including a left-handed mag release. Yeah. We can uninstall this one and then uh, install the left side. So And that comes in the box? Okay, see, this you don't is... You buy an extra or anything. It comes standard. Um, 
Which I think is huge because it's the slide lock typically that you don't see that's ambidextrous. Correct. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. And then, and then let's go to mag capacity. So it's 12 plus one. 12 plus one with the pinky extended one, 10 plus one with the flush mount. Okay. And then the aggressive serrations for manipulating the slide. Mm -hmm. uh, we also included something that we threw in on the EZs, these like uh, tanks that kind of hang out here. So your fingers really catch on it to make sure you have a good, like firm grease mark. You call it a tang? Uh, I think we call them easy tabs. Okay. I like the word tang though. But yeah, I just totally That's kind of cool. Uh, but I see, I see exactly what you're talking about. And I actually, I didn't notice that. Yep. And then one thing that isn't necessarily, I don't know, you have the flat face sights, which is kind of standard for a lot of your guns. One thing that I like about that though, is if, again, you want to be operator-esque and let's say you have a malfunction, you only have one hand available, you could always rack it on your, you know, belt, table, shoe, whatever, and clear a malfunction. Very cool. Uh, it is white dots right now. Mm -hmm. So three white dots, and then you also have the anti-glare serrations on the top there okay. to uh, help not glare down as you're aiming down your sights. Okay. Okay, so this right now is chambered in nine millimeter. Correct, nine millimeter. And it is not optic ready. Uh, so again, going with the smallest footprint we could. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the goal with this. Optic ready did not fit. That's the size. It just didn't fit. Is it something that you guys will be offering in the future? Everything's on the table. Okay. So like, the feedback, like from our range day yesterday, that we got is everyone's like, I want this in super carry. Totally on the table. That was going to be my happen. next question. I would love to see it happen as a gun consumer myself. Yeah. Um, but again, this is a brand new platform. Like so, expansion-wise, it's a wide open runway for us right now. We can do pretty much anything. Okay. Now, so let's put this gun away. Talked about that. And again, guys, if you're interested, that is the CSX. And that is single action only. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But now let's talk about the new caliber that Federal just introduced. And I will be having them on the show here shortly to talk about uh, 30 Super Carry. But you guys came up with two guns that are chambered and 30 Super Carry. So, again, it was awesome to work with Federal. Like, we partnered up with them early on. Um, helped with, they developed the round, but we helped with testing and everything else. Yeah. We gave them the Shield Plus footprint. So, again, the frame didn't change, right? The, the slide's still the same geometry. The barrel and the magazine are the main changes. Mm -hmm. The Shield Plus and the Shield Easy. So, again, that round is, conceals like a 380. Yeah. Hits like a 9mm. Yeah. And where I really saw it personally, like just as a gun shooter, is in that easy footprint. Uh -huh. um, it now holds 10 instead of 8. Yeah. It felt like I was shooting the Easy 380, which I put thousands of rounds through, right? When I was shooting the Easy 30, it felt like I was shooting 380. I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. It really is noticeable there. Oh, yeah. Shield Plus, personally, I didn't notice it as much, but the capacity is where the Shield Plus like, really pulls ahead, right? So we went from 13 plus 1 with mm -hmm. 9 millimeter to 15 plus 1. Which is huge. A full size, almost, you're almost a 17. It's so close. Yeah. I was begging the engineers to do something and just get me to 17 and the Shield Plus would be wild. But, um, Maybe that's something that they'll work on, like another magazine yeah. or, you know, or who knows? Wants, yeah. This is like the Smith and Wesson. Like, well, you know what? How about this? I'm going to put in a request. And that'll be Ava's list of wants. And maybe, you know, that's I'll what go. we need to I'll take go. it to the next level. Yeah, I'll go get the manager. And that would be great. Yeah, I'm really good at talking to the manager. Yeah, I mean, I already talked to him about this booth and how it only has, like, three walls, but, you know, 
yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no, I would love to see 17 rounds of the shield. That would be freaking awesome. I will say, so I, yesterday at the range day, which you guys put on an awesome range day at Machine Gun Vegas. It was really cool. I thought it was, like, really personable and... It was like a smaller event, so you really got to spend time with, like, the guns. It wasn't like, okay, next in line, and, you know, like, you got to spend as much time as you wanted. You got to shoot multiple magazines. We got to spend time with you guys, you know, the employees, some of the other sponsors, and it was just, like, a really, like, well-put-together event. So, thank you so much. Like, that was a, uh, so that was my first range event, uh -huh. um, but we, that was what we were looking for. We wanted an exclusive event, uh, give you guys the chance to... Like, again, not assembly line through each gun, but like, yeah. interface with us to talk about the products, the why, the why did we do this, mm -hmm. the get to know, like, John Miles, the, the product manager, and, and meet all the other employees behind yeah. us, because it's, it's nice to actually see the, the reasons and the people behind the guns. Yeah, and it's also nice to meet the people that you've been talking to, like, via email and actually putting a face to the name, because there was also some employees that I've been talking to, and I'm like, oh, okay. Corey, that's what you look like. Oh, I thought you'd be Tala. <laughs> yeah, five eight. Is <laughs> oh my gosh, we're like the same height. <laughs> well, Machine Gun Vegas too. The venue was really cool. And the it was. That worked there were awesome. Like, they were extremely I, knowledgeable. Can't wait. I think I want to go back. Yeah. Like they were awesome to deal with. They took care of us. Yeah, it was a really nice. That's kind of like the John Wick esque like uh, vibe. It's kind of like dark in there, but like yeah. very gun roomy. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a really great event. I'm yeah. Well, I am also because I was able to shoot the Easy and the Shield Plus, which I actually just got a notification from FedEx. I should have one of the two of the guns delivered at my house. I'm not sure which one yet, the Easy yes. or the Shield. It's the Easy. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so I had a chance to shoot both. I was impressed with the way that they both shot, and I definitely felt a difference in recoil. Yeah. It was definitely like shooting a 380. Maybe even like less than a 380, honestly. It didn't, it was like really genuinely just really enjoyable to shoot. And obviously, you know, hey, the less that I have to uh, stop, reload my magazine. I mean, for me, more than anything, that's why I like, you know, larger mag capacity. But I also constantly meet people, you know, lots of students as a firearms instructor. I meet lots of people and they're like, well, I mean, really, if you need more than like two rounds, but I'm like, you never know what situation you're going to be in. You never know if it's going to be like an active shooter situation, if there's going to be multiple people. And for me, it's like, I'd rather have more, you know. It's equated to my bank account, right? Yeah. You know, I, I could get by with $25 for a week, right? Uh, but man, it, it sure is nice if I have more. Yeah. Like, why, would, why would you not want to have more? Yeah. Um, and I, also, personally, for gun quarry, right? Not Smith & Wesson quarry, but when I heard about Super Curry, I was kind of skeptical. Yeah. Until I actually fired the first couple rounds through it, and then I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay, you have my attention. Okay, so that's exactly how it was with me so as well. I honestly was a little skeptical. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, oh, it's another new caliber. But, I mean, 9mm is great. I love 9mm. But it was also, you know, invented at the turn of the century, right? Like... Yes, we've done some stuff with powders and different polymers and metals and whatnot to make it, like, fancy and, and mm -hmm. terminal, but maybe there is something there. Like, yeah. So it got me thinking, I, and I'm actually going to switch. I'm going to convert over to 30 Super Carry for my yeah. defense. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I know I will as well, so... And then the fact that it comes with, a, uh, you know, chambered in Shield Plus, which is my carry gun now, so I'm like, oh, yeah, easy switch. You're not going to have to relearn anything. Yeah, starting. exactly. I'm really excited about that. Really excited to have the guys from Federal come on and talk more about that round because I still have so many questions. 
but it's cool that you guys, you know, already came out with two guns that are already chambered in that. And hopefully more manufacturers will jump on that wagon because I definitely think that that's where the future is. Anything else that you want to tell us about Smith & Wesson? I know you guys came out with a few ARs. So we did, yes, we did uh, uh-huh. launch the uh, Volunteer Series. Uh, okay. Kind of a nod of the hat to the fact that we are moving our headquarters and uh, assembly plastic molding down to Tennessee. Was oh, that where you guys came up with the name Volunteer? Yes. Uh, okay, because I was like, I was like, that is so out there. Volunteer for what? What are we volunteering for? It's, uh, I guess I looked into it a little bit too. It's, uh, Tennessee is a volunteer state. There was a volunteer regiment. Uh, so that's their name. Oh, okay. So it's the volunteer series, the volunteer XV line. Uh-huh. That's what they are. So um, there's a standard. So this, the XV comes with uh, the Bravo furniture, front and back, uh, the bus stock, pistol grip, and then uh, Bravo Company uh, forex. Okay. Grip. Uh, and then the Pro Series, which I absolutely love and can't wait to get, is uh, V5 grip, stop on stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, primary weapon system was a break. Which so makes, thing, yeah, it's like, like super flat. Like Jared, it's like, like yeah. the gun stays flat, it does not move. It's a little loud, but like, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was one thing that I noticed as well. Is that definitely, it's a flat shooter. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to get that. Okay, so wrapping it up uh, real quick. So, what's MSRP on the guns that we talked about? Yeah, did I just put you on the. It's like 606, I believe. I mean, why are you looking at me? I review the guns and then I tell people no and then I tell people I'm like listen guys I don't tell you about the specs you could go at smith-wesson.com and you can look up all of that information so yes but MSRP I know for CSX is 606 the shield plus is the same as in super carry and the uh, easy is the same as the as, oh okay cool so they're not paying extra for it okay the same. and then the volunteer series I believe starts at 1000 it goes up to 1500 Wow. And that's coming from the Performance Center, I'm assuming, or no? Just uh, standards with the muscle. Hmm. Okay, cool. All right, and then if you guys want to find out any other information, just head on over to smith-wesson.com. And anything else you'd like to add before? No, thank you so much. It's my first podcast, so uh, this was awesome. Uh, well, I think you handle it pretty well. I mean, you were fairly professional. That's a start? I'll yeah. That. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, all right, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be your first, so. Thanks. Yeah. All right, so up next, we are going to be talking to Primary Arms. And we are here with Primary Arms, and I have Ken Ross over here and Steve Morgan. And Steve, I've actually, I don't think we've met before. I don't think we have. Okay, it would be really awkward if you were like, yeah, we have. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm on the spot now. Oh, I remember that one time. But what is it that you do at Primary Arms? I am Director of Product Marketing for Primary Arms Office. Oh, cool. Okay. And then, Ken, for those who don't remember you, I mean, you've been on the show, but it was quite a while ago. Yes. You are the director of marketing? Director of outbound marketing. Okay. All right. Great. You guys have been pretty busy this year. You came out with a bunch of new optics. I mean, just like a handful. Like, when you guys sent the email of, like, all the stuff that you guys were launching, I'm like, this is a lot of stuff. And it's not even like, okay, you focus on, like, one thing. I mean, you guys pretty much, like... I mean, covered the entire market of optics. Yeah, pretty uh, wide breadth. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. Uh, Discovery 2022 launch, uh, it, it was a pretty big launch for us. We covered everything from pistol all the way through hunting. So, yeah, we, we covered all the bases this time. Okay, so what should we start with first? 
well, the flagship of the release is our new PLX Compact 1-8. Um, so everybody should know PBOs out there. It's our newest entry in our flagship line. Uh-huh. Um, 1-8, 30mm tube, 24mm objective, super lightweight. It's just over a pound, and it's just under 10 inches long. So one of the most compact, lightest weight open goes out there. Wow. And then do you remember what MSRP on that is? $14.99. Okay, wow. That's one thing that I love about primary arms optics is you guys get quality, but you're not paying an arm and a leg for it compared to, you know, a lot of the other, I guess, competitors. Yeah, no, we really focus on innovation, quality, and a good price tier. Yeah, absolutely. What else did you guys launch? We have the new RS-10, our new pistol dot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's designed in-house from top to bottom. A 3MOA dot runs off a CR2032 battery, but we put a side door in it so you don't have to remove it to change the battery. It's oh. the only side-loading CR2032 red dots out there, so we get really long burn times on it. The battery life on it's 40,000 hours on medium. Comes with a couple of different mounting options in the box, so it'll fit about 80% of the guns out there right out of the gate. You don't have to go buy new plates or adapters or anything like that. Wow, and then is that for more like full size guns or the micro guns yeah, that are out there? Size, so it's just over an inch wide. Um, it's going to be about the same width. Um, well, it's the same footprint as like the, um, the Burst Fast Fire or the, the Dr. Optics kind of Nublex footprint. Okay, yeah, that's actually really cool that you guys can just change out the battery, you know, which not even removing it because. I mean, it is like an inconvenience. It's yeah. like, you know, kind of just like figuring out zero. sort of. Yeah, exactly. And up stripping threads and cross thread and stuff. It's just a pain. So drop a screw in, yeah, into the grass. Yeah, exactly. You realize your battery's dead until you're at the ring. Oh, I know. I know. Don't even get me started. <laughs> and it's crazy how, you know, depending on like what manufacturer, where I've noticed that some manufacturers, there's no way that the battery lasted as long as they say that it does. Right. And that battery you can buy at Amazon for a dozen of them for a few dollars so yeah oh wow it's a it's a, it's a great optic last time I checked they had 250 pack for 12 bucks wow yeah, yeah. so you're never gonna run out of batteries no. <laughs> okay so that one I hope you guys send me one of those we will that one I'm like because when you guys came out with the Vulcan uh yeah reticle I mean that one and it's housed in the Hollison I guess enclosure and the 509 which we're going to talk about here also yeah we've got the close where where the Vulcan reticle is now available in the 509 wow the enclosed medical that one was uh, like definitely one of my favorites I actually was just like messing around with it the first one that you guys came out with that you sent me and I was just messing around with it the other day and I was doing something using like a Strikeman System Pro and depending on like what you pick on the app it's like okay now shoot k okay shoot a and so you have to like quickly like target acquisition and just the outside like that reticle the circle around it that was like a game changer yeah i mean because you know sometimes you point and if you're not used to like using it that often it's like ah, okay where's my red dot and so i thought that was you know just an awesome design that's the biggest learning curve for people just learning to shoot red dots yeah when they present when you're shooting irons you can track your front sight yeah but with a dot if it's not in the window like you have no idea where it is so you end up fishing for it and it slows you way down oh yeah having that big circle you can always see that somewhere in the field of view you know which way you need to adjust the gun to get back on the 
way that it works for those who haven't seen it before, it's a Chevron that you see in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. When you're off target, it's a 250 MOA, 250, right? Correct, MOA circle around it. Mm -hmm. So you don't see that when you're on target. Yeah. You can find the Chevron. If you're off a little bit, though, that ring shows up, so you get a real good indication of which way you need to go to line up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A really cool thing about the 509, too, we offer it in two versions. Uh -huh. So base profiles are always a big thing with the 509. It clamps from the side, so we do two different ones. We do one that works with the Glock MOS cut slides Okay. Um, for that factory cut, and then we have another one if anybody went out and got RMR cuts on their slides or anything like that. We've got another one for those two. Very nice. And for unconventional shooting positions. A lot of people say, oh, it's a rookie site. You know, I, I'm a great shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really works well for unconventional shooting positions. Mm -hmm. If you're lying under a car, leaning around a wall, it's really easy to lose that dot. And everybody can shoot great on a square range. Exactly. In stressful situations. You yeah. lose that dot, why not have the help you need? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that just using the that Stripeman Pro was the perfect example of like, okay, you're being timed and it's like, uh, okay, eight. And it's like, you know, when the clock's ticking, suddenly you forget like basic alphabet, like, ah, okay, where's A, you know I mean? And, and that was just the perfect example. And then what is like MSRP on those? 509s, I want to say they're, they're sub 500. Yeah, they are. I don't have that right in front of us. Okay. But yeah, you can go on the website and see that price. Uh, okay. Right there. And website's primaryarms.com. Yes. And then what else did you guys launch? Our hunt line. Um, the hunt line, you know, historically we haven't really been in the hunt market. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So we wanted to let everybody know that we're, we're kind of here to play. Uh -huh. As far as hunting optics go, my background, I've been in the optics industry for a long time. amazing and then i noticed that you guys also launched some new mounts yes we've got a completely u.s made mount it is one of the strongest mounts that we've ever touched just kind of got an i-beam set up to it mm -hmm. uh, it's light and completely made in the usa now one of the lightest strongest cantilever mounts out there 30 34 millimeter rings depending on what kind of glass you're mounting in it uh -huh. uh, we used a 12.9 grade hardware which it doesn't really mean very much to most people, but 12.9 grade, we can do 6,500 inch pounds of clamping force on the mount itself. So one of the wow. slides we can Yeah, so that's like one thing that when I first started out, I really didn't think of. And this is like such a rookie, like stupid thing to say. But, you know, when I first got into scopes, you're thinking like when you buy the scope, you're like, oh, it's going to come with the mount and it doesn't. And then you're like, oh, OK, well, now I got to figure out what mount. And the thing is, is like sometimes you spend so much on the scope that then you're like, oh, I really don't want to spend that much on the mount. And then you end up buying a cheap mount 
But then it's like, why did you spend so much on a scope when the mount, you know, because it's so cheaply made and it's not going to... Two, three thousand dollar rifle. Yeah. thousand, fifteen hundred dollar scope and you're going to... Like throw yeah, some Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I was like, that's something that a lot of people don't talk about. But really like finding that, you know, that right, like nice scope that's going to like hold that zero and not mess around with the optics and stuff, I mean, is definitely key. We've also launched a magnifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got two versions of it, a uh, just a regular magnifier and then when it comes with the ladder ranging, uh, ranging ladder. Yeah. So you can pick up width and height distance of targets as you go out. It works with any red dot. It works with our red dots as well. Mm-hmm. It works with our uh, 1X micro prism. So... Wow. I don't think there's any ranging magnifier. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ranging element to any dot that anybody's using. So it, it's out of the center of the field of view, so you still have that original aiming reticle and whatever the dot is that you're using. Mm-hmm. And it just adds that extra element in there. So as soon as you flip your three by up, you actually have ranging assets that you can use to gauge and drop to targets level. Hmm. Yeah, that's something. I'll have to check that out. And then we've got our one to ten. Yeah. yeah. It is a very lightweight optic. Uh, it, it works very well. I picked it up and you look through it and you go, huh, wow, a 1 to 10, that actually works. Yeah. yeah those are really difficult. I really think those is horrible. Yeah, that's uh, actually yeah. what I was just thinking. Yeah, no, and this one is, is does a great job, especially at the price point that it comes in. It's in our SLX line, so it's, it's super durable. Mm-hmm. It's also very value-driven, so it's a 1 to 10 with an illuminator reticle, 34 millimeter tube, and you're getting that for Wow. And then anything else? We got a flip to side mount you know, that we came out with as well. Works well with the 3X magnifier. And the 3X magnifier doesn't come with a mount. Uh-huh. It uses this like that kind of industry standard two screw mounting platform, so you can mount whatever mount you want. Okay. We do have our two new mounts. So we've got a push button mount that we came out with first, and then our new um, super durable kind of slip joint. Mm-hmm. It's you don't have to unlock anything or move it. It's like instant off, instant on kind of deal. Um, really, really solid, super low profile. It comes with shims, so you can line it up to whatever height site you're. Mm-hmm. I want to say retail on that guy's right around 79 bucks. So the mount with the three by magnifier, you're still paying less than you would from most of the other brands that are out there. Wow. Anything else? Yeah, what else? What we else do you guys want to throw at me? Micro prism in sight. We've got it in FDE. We've got it in green and red reticles. We've got a nine millimeter version as well. Uh, we launched that last year. It's not one of our new products that we're launching, but we're really starting to uh, diversify the line. Uh-huh. A lot of new uh, variants of it in, and uh, you know, it's gonna, it is one of our most popular products that we've got out there. So if you haven't had a chance to see one, you know, go online and check it out. Okay. Check one out. We're running on a BNT. Uh huh. Yeah. It's that with a nine millimeter Gemini reticle. It's, it's fire. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, you've had you've had a chance to mess with the yeah. Microphone. Yeah, I like it. Awesome. awesome. I'm trying to think what gun I have that on. I think it's on the Uzi that I have. Oh, cool. Yeah. You have the nine mil reticle and Gemini reticle on there. I think so. Man, it's like honestly, it's so hard to. You guys have sent me so many optics. Sent you quite a few optics. Because my goal was, I'm like, I'm gonna try to replace as many optics that I have that you know with your guys' stuff. And it's one of those things where 
to me, it's like optics. You know, you could hear people talk about it all day long, but unless you actually like get behind and like actually use it. And so that's why anytime I, you know, bring friends to the range, I'm, and they're always like super impressed with all the primary arms optics. And they're like, it was like their first experience with them. And it's just because, you know, I mean, you guys are like still, you're not new. I mean, you've been around for a while, but I mean, like you're really like hitting it hard and like really pushing out all these other optics. And now people are like really, you know, finally starting to get their hands on them. And unless you do, you really have no idea, like just the quality that you're getting for such, you know, such a, like a much better price. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, we're working really hard at it. You know, we got three tiers, as Stephen said, you know, GLX, PLX, and SLX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, price, different price points at different levels, uh, different, we're different emphasis in different, on the different levels as well. You know, quality, reliability, price point. And don't forget customer service. Oh. I also, I just want to say that anytime that you guys have ever sent me anything, your shipping is the fastest shipping. It might, I mean, honestly, out of any other company that I've dealt with, I will talk to you guys about it and then it'll be at my doorstep like the next day. We've got, I'll tell you a story about our CEO. Uh, my interview there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had our normal interview conversation and then all of a sudden he says, well, I got to step out. This is the CEO of the company. I got to step out now. I'm going to go work customer service. So that's how yeah. our customer service we have. He steps away from a from job interview. And, and honestly, it's one of the selling points for me because yeah. anybody, any CEO, they can step out of his seat and out of his office and go and, to customer services. Yeah. Absolutely. So, engages with customers. I mean, he's just on the forums. I mean, he's, he's so actively involved with the end users and the customers. It's, I've never seen anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely impressive. Okay. So if you guys are interested in getting your primary arms optics, all you have to do is go to primaryarms.com. Don't forget to use the code AVA. That is A-V-A, not Eva. I don't know how people make, but yeah, that's AVA. And Ken, what does that get them? Oh, that gets them free mount, scope mount. Yeah. Which is an awesome deal. Uh, thanks, thanks again for joining me. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your shot show. Don't forget to load up on vitamins. I actually meant to put out emergency out here, but I mean, look, you know. Thank you for having Of course. Yep, you're welcome. I'm going to take a quick break and talk about IWI. So IWI is at SHOT Show. They do have a booth set up. I actually recorded a pretty funny video with them because they don't have any guns out. Unfortunately, they're really low staff. There's only two people at their booth, but I was able to meet up with Jeremy, who's the director of marketing there. And uh, luckily, he has a good sense of humor. We joked around about how they were ghost guns and you can only see them if you want to see them. But But they do have some really awesome stuff. One of my favorites is the AR that they came out with, the Zion 15. If you guys are looking for like a good quality AR that's not going to break the bank, definitely check out their Zion 15. You could either get it in 12.5, which is the pistol version, or 16-inch for the rifle. It has the M-Lock free float handguard, the grips, furniture from B5 Systems. The pistol includes the SBA3 brace from SB Tactical. Both of those MSRP is only $8.99, so definitely a great price for a lot of the upgrades that you get. If you want to check that stuff out or any of their other guns that are really freaking awesome, head on over to IWI.us, and as always, use the code GUNFUNNY15 for any accessories at the web store that you find.
Hey everyone, Ava Flannell here, and I'm reporting live from the Smith & Wesson booth. I'm here with federal employee Mike Holmes, Ambassador Jim Billion, and Chris Kloff, who you guys both work in product management. Yep, correct. And as you guys know, or maybe you don't know, but federal came out with a new cartridge called the 30 Super Carry. And there's been so many questions about it. And I mean, I don't blame them. I have plenty of questions. I actually didn't do a ton of research because I just figured, you know, that way my questions will be fresh and maybe I'll be coming at it, you know, from a consumer standpoint. So from my knowledge, you guys have been working on this for quite a few years. So it's not like you guys just thought of it last night and were like, hey, we're gonna come out with this new self-defense ammo in the middle of a pandemic when ammo shortages are a real thing and you know, I mean, this has been in the works now for like about four years, give or take. Uh, and obviously four years ago, we were, you know, we weren't faced with the same problems. But what was some of the reasons why you guys decided like, you know, okay, 9mm, 380, I mean, that's a great self-defense round, but we're going to up the game and come out with this, this cartridge called 30 Super Carry. Well, it, it's, everything we do is driven by what the end user needs. Uh -huh. But the way ammo is made now, is different than it was when most of the existing cartridges were created 100 years ago. It, it, so that <clears throat> with what we know on how to make ammunition today, how to make bullets, expanding hollow points, when most of these cartridges that people use today were invented, there wasn't expanding hollow points for a lot of them, right? So yeah. <laughs> it's there. There is exceptions to that, but but that just shows you how, it, how way ammunition is has is made and used and our understanding of what makes a handgun bullet especially terminal yeah what what terminal performance and how to quantify that has really been over the last couple decades where we perfected that so we knew we had a market that was really interested in personal protection personal defense concealed carry being the main part of that so it's it's looking at that and what do they need well they they want either a gun that can be really compact. They want to be able to carry a lot of rounds on board. They want it to be terminally effective, right? So <clears throat> looking at that, there's kind of two families of, of product from a terminal effectiveness standpoint. There's everything up to including 380, which is your, your subcalibers, but they don't quite get to what we consider a really highly terminal handgun round, understanding we're limited by physics and physiology. So you you can't get to the penetration depths that are cons considered optimal um, unless you sacrifice something like upset size. So you kind of got this group up to and including 380. Then you got a pretty big gap in terminal performance, so what is considered effective terminally. And then you've got 9mm becomes the entry point to that. And then from there, going up in caliber, you get small incremental gains as you go up. 40, 357 SIG, 45 auto, 10, you, you start getting small incremental gains. <clears throat> but 9mm is the perfect balance point um, between controllability, accuracy, terminal performance, the amount of capacity you get on board. That's why it's so popular. It's that perfect point for the best appeal to the most number of people. Now, understanding what we know on how to make ammunition today versus the old 9mm cartridge, what can we do on top of that? So really, what we're after is that 9mm thermal performance get into that threshold. But what else can we do? Well, we play around with it. Can we get more rounds? Can we make it more compact? Can we make it more practical? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And Jim, you had a chance to shoot it for, what, the last month? Two months? Yeah, so I've, I've had a, a gun from Nighthawk for about two months now. Okay. And probably to this point has shot more of it than anybody outside of Federal. Yeah. So. 
Um, you know, and we talk a lot about this specific cartridge being a a bridge gap between 380 and 9 millimeter, and that's it, it's true, but it's a very obscure statement because it would be like if a 380 was a, a small Ford Ranger, right? Um, the 30 Supercarrier would be like an F250, and a 9 millimeter would be like an F350, right? So the, there's that big of a gap. Yes, there is a difference between 9 and 380, or uh, 9 and Supercarrier. Yeah. But the gap is so small compared to what the gap is between Supercarrier and 380. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a fair comparison to the cartridge and into the market to say. It bridges that gap because it's so close to nine mil. It's so far away from three eighty. Yeah, it's you kind of. It, it's tough because it, you're right, and that terminally, it's right up against nine, sure. right? It's it, but it allow it'll allow for a smaller gun, and that's where that three eighty piece kind of. That's right. It allows you to get something more concealable. But terminally, it really is. And it, not to mention, so yesterday I had the opportunity to shoot Shield Plus and the Easy, the chambered thirty super carry. And I was, I mean, I was kind of like on the fence about 30 Super Carry because I was like, okay, cool. So now you guys expect me to change my guns, you know, I'm going to buy a new gun because it's not this, and then, you know, adapt this new you know, cartridge like everybody else. So, and, and I think that's another misconception of what, you know, in the marketplaces has put on this. Yeah. So, it, look, we all know that it, it leaked, right? This yeah. was not supposed to be released. We still had things that we needed to say and do in front of it coming out, and we didn't get that opportunity. So now we're playing catch-up with all the the people on the internet that knows more than everybody that has exactly. been in the development of it, right? <laughs> so, but in, in saying that, uh, you know, they're like, well, who asked for this car? That's one of the biggest questions. Who asked for this? Well, if you've ever wanted a smaller gun with the same ammo capacity, or if you've ever used a plus two magazine in a standard, you know, small compact carry, you asked for it. If you've ever enjoyed shooting 380, but you know that nine would be more ideal for That's right. That's exactly and right. That is what I realized. Like yesterday when shooting it, it was just so much more pleasant to shoot. And it really felt like I was shooting a 380, if not less. I mean, it, the recoil on it was significantly less compared to a 9mm. Sure. And as, you know, from a firearms instructor point of view, I mean, it's extremely important that you're going to have control of your gun. You're not always going to have both hands on the firearm. That's right. You might have your non-dominant hand. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. you want to make sure that you're, you know, you have yeah. Smaller shark dispersion on the target because the more hits, especially with a pistol caliber, you know, a specifically pistol caliber ballistic terminal ballistics, right. it is nowhere like rifle ballistics. Right. I mean, nothing. Yeah. So you have to speak specifically to pistol caliber ballistics when you're talking about that. Um, and the naysayers that are out there on this cartridge right now, like I said, they're. You know, like the first one that I came up with was, well, who asked for this? One of the best statements that I saw that some guy on my Facebook page, I think, put it out. He's like, well, somebody asked Henry Ford early on in his career, like, you know, how did you come up with this? You know, did you ask somebody or whatever? He said, I didn't ask anybody. This is Henry Ford. I didn't ask anybody what they wanted because they would have told me a faster horse. Exactly. So, and so... This market is, and I don't know where it's coming from, how the negativity of the dog pilot happens so quick. And it's it's unfortunate because it holds the industry back. Exactly. I think the problem is, is I think we're all human, and most humans don't like change. I think that, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I hate to say fair, it, we're constantly saying how, you know, the farmers industry lacks innovation, sure. and then we give them this innovation, and they're like, oh, wait, it's, you know, it's too much of a change. <laughs> they're, like, stuck in their ways. And right. 
And I think, you know, some people are like, yeah, you know, that's great, 30 super fairy, you know, it's not gonna, you know, it's not here to stay. I think it's absolutely gonna be, you know, it's here to stay. I think it's going to be the new, you know, well, it's going to be in everyone's gun. Well, and, and look, the 30 Super Carry was not intended to replace 9mm. Yeah. It is to facilitate someone who wanted this caliber. Exactly. It's another idea that came out that works very, very well in its, in its area. I'm going to carry one. Yeah. Because if I can get a subcompact with 16, 17 rounds in it, with a flush fit magazine, why would you not carry it? Exactly. There's, there's 20 foot pounds of difference between a standard 9mm HST carry round and the 100 grain super carry. 20 pounds, that's it. Yeah. You know, and, and the expansion is only 0 0.03 inch off between the 30 and the 9mm. So the shootability that you get, the compact design, the shootability to be able to hold on target and work your trigger and stay on your sights, and this will definitely outperform 9mm. Yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll die on that. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's going to replace the 9mm. Yeah. But you have to have shootability into it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. The people that say, well, I want something that has more knockdown and opens up bigger. Well, Bubba, I hope you start carrying a musket with a 70 caliber ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so misconceptions about yeah. what, what, what is terminal in a handgun bullet, right? Well, you look at, and the FBI has, has said this multiple times, especially when they're when they're doing their justification for going back to 9 mil, right? Mm -hmm. they, they have a long history of studying terminal effectiveness in handguns. And energy doesn't tell you how terminally effective a bullet That's is. Correct. It, it, it helps you understand where it falls in ranges of different loads and different cartridges, but it doesn't tell you terminal effect. The FBI doesn't even talk about energy in, in their right. summarization of terminal effect, right? It's it, because it's not a, it doesn't have good correlation to that. Mm -hmm. It's a data point, but not necessarily correlation to that. They talk about placement, penetration, and expansion in that order of importance, yeah. and then how those things work together. So placement number one, right? right. You got to put the bullets where they need to be. Controllability, yep. and more ammo gives you more opportunities that's for right. placement, exactly. right? Yeah. That's so right. that's placement is covered with it, and then the penetration depth is the next most important piece. Mm -hmm. The 30 super carry, we get what that 1.9 times expansion, but we still have energy left for penetration depth. Sure. Right, and that's that key well, to that. And the super carry actually penetrates an inch deeper than the standard. Uh, yeah, through heavy clothing, yeah. it yeah. actually yeah, surpasses so the, sure. the more than the 124, right? So, so it, and that was the other thing. You know, early on, ten hours after this thing got dropped on the internet, there were already five or six blog spots, big, well-respected and known blog spots that have you know huge five, six, seven-page you know exposés on it about why it was the dumbest thing ever. And these people never even seen a picture of this, yeah. <laughs> except on the internet. Yeah. Much more had held one in their hand, yeah. and then it's like, well, it has to go through FBI testing. Do you not think that federal ammo would do those <laughs> All things day, every day we before do that, yeah. they introduce yeah. something? It's like you know what? Here's a whim. I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's that's not the way successful companies work. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean iteration, right? We we don't just shoot the protocol with the final result. We shoot the protocol multiple times with multiple iterations of the bullet sure. until we get it optimized. Right. right. And that's why we ended up with 100 grain, and that's why we end up with the sky depth, and the hollow point geometry, sure. and the, right? All of, that's not 
we don't just make it and then shoot it and go, yeah, it's good enough. Right? And, and specifically to the timeline on this too, is it is not a cartridge case, a parent cartridge case. It is a completely new design. From ground up. Yeah, from ground yeah. up. So they had to develop and you know design the casing. And then they had to make the machine that makes that. And then they had to make the bullet because it's not a bullet that was out there. So yeah. they had to make a bullet that works with all this. So that actually brings me into my next question, which is, you know, a lot of people right now, they're like, hey, you're having a hard time stocking shelves. I mean, it's more than ever because people are hoarding ammo. There's more vendors, yeah. you know. I mean, you guys are making more ammo than you ever have. I toured the factory. It was impressive. You guys are working 24-7. And, you yeah. know, squeaking every efficiency not, out, yeah. using every piece of equipment. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. but from my understanding, City, this is obviously new machinery, so it's not even taking up from current machinery that would be used to, you know, to right. stuff shelves that they would, yeah, you know, so parts the, that they'd be using. The, the amount of product that we're putting out and have put out this year is the most in the history of our company, 100 years that we've been in business now. Um, and so we're continuing to drive and put more product out. And I know we put more product out than we as we can. Um, and we're going to support 30 Super Carry alongside of that. We'll be able to do both, really. Yeah. We can put more product out in 9, but we can also support this cartridge, which really the market, you know, is the new gun owners coming in from a personal defense standpoint. Like these guys have said, this product is made from the ground up with personal defense in mind. And so this is kind of a great time to come out with a, a new product in the personal defense realm, give the consumer choice, and, uh, you know, and it's, support that market. It's important to understand, too, that there's a lot of complexity in the manufacturing. We make all the parts, right? And they don't, all those pieces, parts, and their rates, and we improve it here, but it, that doesn't mean that, that it's going to mean more everything. Yeah. It, it's So it... Adding super carry doesn't mean you're getting less of something else exactly. if we utilize the equipment the right way. Yeah. Right? So, so another, um, something that a lot of people may not be familiar with is Federal actually owns uh, tons of different brands. Mm-hmm. So they own Remington, CCI, like American Eagle. Like typically you, you would probably be looking at the packaging and not even realizing that that's Federal behind it. So I wonder if people are also wondering if, uh, you know, Federal's going to be the only company to make this round, and is that going to be, you know, something that they're going to run into where it's like, well, do you think other manufacturers are going to jump on board, or do you, you know, I guess... I guess because you also see, like, let's say, like, uh, you know, CCI or Blazer Brass, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they're making a uh, 30 super carry. Yeah. And so some people might be thinking, oh, another manufacturer don't have more. And I mean, that's actually federal as well. Well, we have multiple locations, too, uh-huh. that, that are the homes of those those brands, okay. too. And, and, and they do have, I mean, they have their own identity, right? And their yeah. own ideas and yeah. their own product development cycles. And it's... So the, they, they do have, and their own customer bases, what their products are expected to do with the long histories, right? So it's, but uh, because we can work with them and how we developed it, we can help them create cartridges for, uh, or, or options, SKUs, for, for, that fits within what their customers expect in those product families. Yeah, so it's, uh, we'll be doing a, a UMC, Remington UMC and uh, Remington HTP, which is a, a little bit uh, more attainable price point personal defense load so you take away some of the things like mouth and primer seal and, and nickel plated case and and focus on a, on a uh, just a core performing bullet there 
And then you've, we've got the Lewiston plant too, which is where CCI Spear, long history in law enforcement, and that Unicor bonded gold dot bullet. So you take that bullet technology and apply it. And it's, and it's a different approach than the HST is for sure, because that's a 115 grain bullet, whereas the HST is 100. And that's a bonded bullet versus just a mechanical. So it's a different approach, but then you've got that. And then they're doing a blazer to support that with a target ammo. And then in federal, of course, yeah, six different loads, three defensive and three target right off the bat for people. But you got to look too. It, the Vista, right? The umbrella company, whatever, yeah. owns Vista yeah. Outdoor that owns all the brands, they're in, they're a business, right? So they need to make money as well. And strategically, one of the reasons they didn't talk to certain companies is because those companies made ammo as well. And so it would have been nice to have more gun options, but looking at it strategically, if we can have six months to a year of, you know, sole ammo ownership, then we can get it on the market and establish, you know, our, ourselves there. Yeah, and then everybody's going to catch up. They'll, I mean, they'll, yeah, there'll be more ammo. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's already ammo companies talking to us. Yeah. There's already, there's a lot of other gun companies already. There's, there's a lot of gun companies that are already doing development. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's just the market is nuts right now. Yeah. And, and to the point that a lot of people make online is, for some of them, it wasn't practical. Smith and Wesson stepped up and said. We really believe in this idea. It's a perfect fit for the guns we make, and we're going to be with you right there at the start. Yeah. Right. So there'll be more, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's 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 important just to understand and acknowledge that, like Smith and Wesson went, "This is a good idea. We're going to make this happen." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So price points. I know obviously you know it's going to vary whether you're you know depending on the brand that you're purchasing. But what are people mm-hmm. looking as far as you know just regular FMJ or your It'll be the same price as 380. Okay. So that and that that's we we did that to make sure that it would be obtainable price. Yeah. And uh, so it's more uh, it's more noticeable in the target ammo because of the volumes and efficiencies in nine. So in in personal defense ammo, the nine 380 and 30 super carry are all right around the same price. Once you get into target ammo, the nine price starts to become less than 380 just because yeah. of volume. Yeah. And so you'll see the 30 super carry will stay right around where 380 does. Do you uh, think that price that's point. going to come down in price over time as volume increases? Uh, probably not. I mean, if it fluctuates, it'll fluctuate like 380 does. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, depending, I mean, if it really starts to take off, there's 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 yeah. potential. Nine is king by a long shot. Right. Yeah. I mean. Nothing else even comes close in the market, even of the calibers that, that are considered the most popular in 45 and 40. And it's nothing even comes close to nine. So nine is always going to pri- probably be kind of in its own price bracket for target ammo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but that being said, get get a EZ and nine and an EZ and 30 super carry. And, and mention, I mean, MSRP on those, the Smith and Wesson yeah. launched the same as the 380 and the nine. So. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you're not paying that much more uh, for the gun or the ammo. So, I mean, I think it's a couple runs. Right. Yeah, the biggest thing with the naysayers, right? And because that's what, that's really what it comes down to because we didn't get to tell our story first. And so all of these subject matter experts that have never yeah. seen this thing before crowded us out. So, you know, who asked for it? The market has asked for this for a long time. Yeah. You know, the last cartridge that came out was in 2008, I think it was a 45 gap, right? It was in 2008. Yeah. It doesn't sound like far because it's the 2008, but that was a long time ago. I mean, it was, you know, 
Yeah. It's, and it's duty based, so it depended on how many departments sure. adopted it, right? That's right. That was dependent on the success failure. Yeah. So, speaking of that, too, is if you've wanted more ammo in your regular gun that you carry all the time, and if you've ever used a plus two base plate or carried an extra magazine, you have asked for this, right? If you want your car to get better fuel mileage and somebody comes out with a car that has 10 miles better, but you don't like the color of it, you still ask for a better mileage vehicle. Exactly. I feel right. like, too, you, you were a little immersed in some of that early stuff because of the, your presence on social media, right? Right. Whereas I've been I've been talking to writers and dealers and the more and, and consumers that are a little more involved. In, sure. In the, and uh, I haven't run into any of the negativity yet. Yeah. Well, right? I, so it's, I mean, it just I've, depends I've on... a little bit since I posted yeah. my video, but I think it's more just a lot of people have questions and there's right. not yeah. a lot of answers out there and that's why I want to put this video as soon as possible and, you know, and have you guys answer those questions so it's coming directly from the source as opposed to people, you know... Just filling in. They want to... Yeah, when they want to know more gaps. and they can't find more, they fill in the gaps, exactly. right? So Especially yeah, when some... Yeah. The, the experts are out there telling the story, you know? Yeah. Um, with no, like I said, they, they were like, well, well, we'll see how it does when the FBI, you know, shoot test comes, yeah. or the jail test. Like, it's been done hundreds and hundreds yeah. of times. I can tell you exactly how it's going to do yeah. Right. <laughs> so. No, you're right. The more people learn about it, understand what the story is and what the benefits are, what we're trying to accomplish with this, the more supportive and more positive it's been. Like, we talked to, you know, all the industry people, the writers, the bar customers, the dealers, um, consumers, like Chris said, that we can get a chance to really sit down and talk to. Yeah. It's all positive. They get it. It's intuitive. And uh, you know, we're excited. Yeah. Yes. And nobody has shot it said they didn't like it. Oh, I know. Well, that was the <laughs> right? so, yeah. minute I shot it, I was like, I love this. And, that, and that's a, it's an interesting thing to hear because everybody we talk to, the, one of the first things they say, well, yeah, how is it to shoot? Right? Amazing. And then once they shoot it, they go, wow, that was really pleasant. Yeah. Kind of the same thing you said. Well, it's specific because it's a high-pressure cartridge, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this is going to be way, way loud. It's going to recoil yeah. a lot. And it doesn't. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. designed it's my to be. Design, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. designed. We don't make things today like we did 100 years years ago plus when the nine millimeter came out. Absolutely. Okay guys, well um I really appreciate your time and um, on your way out grab a packet of emergency and everything <laughs> yeah. then if you guys want to check anything else out at federal it's uh what is it federalpremium.com? Federalpremium.com. Okay. Federalpremium.com and before I hear from my next guest, I want to take a quick break, talk about Mandelcore Arms. If you guys haven't seen, they came out with a new stock. So it's for the BRN 180. So it has a trapdoor stock, which is designed with the original AR 180 styling with the addition of a storage space. Overall length of pull on the typical AR-15 style rifles with Picatinny mounting is 13.75 inches, similar to that on the original AR 180 rifle. Weight of the stock itself is 11.3 ounces. Made from a heavily fiber enforced polymer, the stock butt plate is easily hinged down by pressing a spring loaded plunger on the top with a rifle bullet point or like a small tool for quick access, you know, in my case for snacks or something. Or a full size AR 15 cleaning kit with three piece steel cleaning rod if you want to be like that, I guess. You can check it out at mandacorearms.com. I'm just trying to figure out what rifle I want to put it on. It's definitely really cool. Definitely something you don't see that often. And uh, if you're going to get one, don't forget to use the code AVAROCKS15. That's all one word. And that's going to get you 15% off. And again, that's manacorearms.com.
Hey everyone, we're back. This time I'm recording from Crimson Traces podcast booth and I am here with Renelle Franklin from Lockdown. Renelle, thanks for joining me. Yeah. You're you're my first you're my first podcast in the Crimson Trace booth. Hey. Hey hey. Yeah. I mean this is definitely an upgrade from Smith and Wesson's podcast booth. At least it has four walls. But I noticed that I don't think the audio is gonna be as great because you can hear all the sounds still like up above. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't, yeah, it's not really avoidable. So I apologize, you know, for the audio quality, but all right. So we're going to talk about some of the new products that you guys came out with. Before we do though, I just want to bring up that something funny happened. So I saw you guys, it was what, the first night that we were in, was Mm -hmm. it Sunday night? Yeah. Flew in Sunday night and I was just, I was exhausted and I was like, I just need to get something to eat and Sushi Samba was right there and I was like, screw it, we're going to go to Sushi Samba. And I'm sitting there, and I look up, and I see you guys, like, at a table. You with, you know, uh, Jack from Crimson Trace, Ryan, uh, marketing director, is he? Director of marketing for our brands, uh, Jared Wells and Caldwell, um, and then Gatman and Chris Wiljo. Yeah, so I took a picture of you guys, and didn't send it just yet. Took a picture, sent it to Jack, and Jack will be on the show here shortly, but thought it would be hilarious because uh he's just extremely like serious and he's pretty easy to make fun of like he's an easy target and took a picture of him sent it to him and i said i said uh great situational awareness i could have killed you bitch (laughs) but i didn't i didn't spell out bitch it was b-i-s-h you know how to take it down a notch yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's pretty funny i got i was like "Ah!" and then i you know walked out and then sent it but yeah i know yeah it's i was just like hopefully he doesn't get mad because i just signed a contract with crimson trace so i was like wouldn't that be funny i haven't even done any work and my sponsorship gets revoked (laughs) yeah absolutely i know like you know you made it big when uh that's happening (laughs) all right so here we are what is it day seven five yeah, right? That's what it feels like. <laughs> um, I don't even know what day. It's, it's like Thursday. Yeah. We've been here for like two weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's what it feels like. My body would agree to that. And I think even my mental state. Um, but anyway, so SHOT Show, um, we actually, I thought we had, it's a decent turnout considering. I thought for sure like oh, the floors would be dead, but. I'm loving it. I know. And honestly, it's probably a really good like segue like back into the shows just because a lot of people have taken off like the last two years. So I don't know. I'm not hating it. And I do think that, you know, it's like SHOT Show and any of these events, it's like you make the most out of it, right? You could, you know, go all in and take advantage of the opportunities or just sit there and complain. And I'm not one to complain. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are like all my, all my advertising partners are here. All you influencers are here. So for me, marketing wise, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's a, it's a really good year for all of the smaller boots. Yeah, you know, they, absolutely. They, 90% of getting a space at Chacho is just getting that space one time. Yeah. So all of these boots just came up from upstairs. Um, they've got that floor space now. So I think next year's Chacho is going to be different. Yeah. I think it, this is this whole show is setting a different tone, different precedence. That's actually a really good point. And you're right. Like a lot of these smaller companies now have an opportunity to come in. Let's talk about like what you guys have been doing at lockdown. Recently we spoke, you have some new products coming out, which I'm really excited about and it's exactly what I need. And, um, recently I told you, so I just bought a second house and it's brand new. I'm super excited. I'm also super scared because I'm like, what did I get myself into? But 
the entire basement, I've decided that I'm going to make it a recording studio. I'm going to have all of my guns on the wall. So you guys have seen in the past my gun wall. I'm not happy with it. I'll say uh, it's tactical walls that makes it. I think it, it looks great, but it's not very user-friendly at all. Like, it sucks trying to get guns on and off there. If I have to rearrange it, I can't even tell you what my hands look like. I mean, they're, they're covered in bruises, cuts. I get my little thing. Yeah, it's just, it's not user-friendly whatsoever, and I hate it. And yeah, right. (laughs) When I saw that you guys were now coming out with these walls to display your firearms, I was like, hell yes. And I asked you, I was like, do you think that we can just do my entire basement? We're doing the whole basement. I mean, there's, I am so proud of the design of these walls. Like, I can't stop talking about it. You, um, you'll want to go on our website. You're going to want to check it out when they launch. We're actually going to launch a default wall filter. So you'll be able to go on there like an IKEA room builder and lay out all your firearms and all your gear. Oh, dang. And like build out the template before you have to build it. Wow. That's actually really cool. It's super cool. Gosh, we do all the best stuff. I mean, I know. there is myself and the engineers or end users all of the products that we have on lockdown. So it's not, we don't ask ourselves, what does the consumer want? Yeah. It's, what do I want? Yeah. You know, what do I want? And I want a cost-effective product. I want it to be really easy to install. I want it to be modular. And I mean, we're locked out, so we want to be able to customize it. Mm-hmm. So I built all of that into those into those panels, and they look so how can you customize it? What are some so, of the op- like some of the options that are available? So it's a powder coated steel. Okay. So anything that you can do to a powder coated steel, you can do to the walls. You know, when we launch them, we're going to be working with um, a lot of seracoders, hydro divers, laser etchers. Um, I'm going to work with a graffiti artist and do Damn. a full graffiti pen. You know, just to, just to play with it. Dang! Know? So here we are, like stupidly going to put my logo. Now I want graffiti. Right? We could do a we'll do graffiti logo. and then, yeah, yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we, we want you to make it your own. You know? yeah. It's this lockdown lifestyle. We want you to safely, securely bring your firearms out of the wall, keep them protected, and show them off. Yeah. We just want to show off our guns. We love guns. Yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. We're going to set your whole room up. We're going to give you this beautiful showcase with your logo on it for you to record all of your videos. And they're functional. We launch, uh, we're going to launch with our own set of proprietary hooks that work with the walls that, you know, won't come off when you're trying to move your, moving your firearms or yeah. moving your gear and um, all really cost effective. But we also designed it to work with standard paperwork hooks. Because sometimes oh, okay. you need a, a gun hook. Yeah. And sometimes I want to hang a bag and I want a 50 cent hook for gun Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the thing that comes to mind is uh, when you initially start out and you have that wall, um, one thing that I ran into is let's say I get more guns and if it is proprietary, you're like, okay, well now I got to order it and I have to wait for it to come in the mail. And like, that's about a week out, you know, depending if they ship it right away. And it kind of sucks because you're like, I just want to hang my gun right away. So at least there would be like a temporary solution. Mm-hmm. And there's more stuff than just guns. Right? Yeah. Like we have all this gear. That yeah. 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 And that's why, you know, yeah, we want gun hooks sometimes, but Sometimes you just need a, a hook. I'm going to yeah. put a bag on it. I'm yeah. going to put a belt on it. You know, yeah. There's no reason to make the consumer buy a $7 hook. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's honestly our, one of the biggest differentiators from us and anybody else in the industry. Um, but there's also some other great things, which is installation. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to install cleats. You know, there's no tracking. 
system, every panel is installed independently. Um, and the way that we have it set up, you can install the screws anywhere along the top header, so you're guaranteed to find a stud. Um, and because they're independent, it's really easy to grow your collection, right? Yeah. So that's all we do is buy more fire. I know. Buy one, yeah. Buy more. Yeah. So, you know, like the setup we have right now, you've got it like in the middle of the, of the room. Yeah. As it expands, you'll just be able to buy another panel. Exactly. Buy another panel on the top. I love, too, that you don't have to, you could put it wherever, like the stud, because mine is not actually centered because of where the stud was. But that's what we went into a lot. And, I mean, that's what happened, right? We built an arm in the office. And we looked at all of the different options, and we spent an arm and a leg, and it was the whole system was cumbersome to install. Yeah. And now we're committed to continue buying these um, competitor products because it's a proprietary system. We can't yeah. use anything else with them. And it's, it's continuously costing us money. And we said, we need to do this better. Yeah. We need to do it better than what's out there. And we did. We I love really it. did. Our walls are perfect and you guys offer i thought uh, like little shelves and you know stuff like that baskets um of of various you know horizontal or peg or long bed hangers and now that it's there you know we're just going to keep cranking out more and more accessories yeah awesome i love that i cannot wait because i'm going to do my entire like which you see it's going to be amazing it's it's going to be totally instagram worthy like i'm going to be the instagrammer that (laughs) is like i'm going to be your best like promoter ever I, love it. I just can't wait and I have so many more guns too that just can't make it up to my current wall right now mm-hmm. okay and then I'm sure you guys are thinking like well that's great so now you just told everyone that your basement's going to be covered in guns and now everyone's going to try to break in well guess what guys there's a solution the house that I'm having done there's actually going to be like a you walk down the stairs there's like a little uh I don't know what would you call it like a a landing yeah and then there's more stairs so you guys, I, I guess you haven't released it yet. It's next month that when you guys they're release gonna be, the. They're going to be shipping around May, right? Okay. Perfect. So these vault doors. Yes. And I cannot wait. Like the moment that I saw it, and I saw this how long ago? When we've been waiting. We've been waiting for a while. But yeah. So I'm trying. I'm just trying to think. Like when did I come and visit your guys' facility? And I, the moment I saw it, I was just like, this is amazing because. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is, is like safes are great. And, you know, especially if you have kids and stuff, but like, if you're like me, you buy a safe and immediately within that year, you wish that you bought a bigger safe or you have to keep buying more and more safes. They're expensive. Yeah. So it's like, why not just make an entire room like a dedicated gun safe? Yeah. And we have beautiful guns. So yeah. Show them off. Yeah, exactly. Off. Like why keep them all, you know? They yeah, are, they really are. Yeah. It's we, we love guns, and, you know, that's what Lockdown's doing. You know, we make these products to help you get your guns out of your vault. Yeah. Put them, put them where they're accessible. Mm-hmm. Put them where they're safe. Put them where you can see them. Yeah, you don't want to be that person that you're going through your safe, and you're like, oh, I totally forgot I have this gun. Absolutely. Which has... The back of the safe gun. Yeah. We want those back of the safe guns out. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the safe door, or the vault so, door. vault doors are uh, also fantastic, if I do say so myself. Yeah. They are going to be the most cost-effective door on the market, as well as the most technologically advanced. So, again, you know, we design products for the consumer. I want everything to be easy. I want it to be modular. So, they're made to replace any door in your room. So, you just pop your door out, rip down to the studs. The door is fully encased. So, aside from the fact that it weighs 350 pounds, you yeah. can install it like a regular door. You slide it in. It's self-contained. Um, if you choose to connect to Wi-Fi, you can download our free app, and you'll get temperature, humidity notifications if somebody's opening it. You can set multiple guest pins, so anybody in your home can have one. You can still use a two-factor authentication. So I'll nice. give you a pin, but 
still they, they the door won't open unless you say yep yeah, there is hope. Oh nice. Uh, so you know it's just it's really it's great and it gives you that level of security that you just don't have in fire mm-hmm. in, in fire security right now. Yeah. You know? and, that, of course, stemmed off of the pub, which is all of that system that we made to put in your standard Love it. So, yeah. And, great. okay, so MSRP on the walls, roughly. I know there's so many options. And then also so, on the vault door. Yep. So the panels, um, they come in two different sizes, and there will be a standard duty and a heavy duty. Okay. For the larger panel size, it's about 60 bucks a panel. Um what will be really great is when we have that wall wall builder, you'll be able to go on there and really build out, you know, what you need and then just kind of be in the added part. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to, it's definitely going to help. And, you know, you can start small, mm-hmm. start with a, a little section and then just kind of keep adding more over time. Love it. And then the vault door, did you? The vault door is going to be roughly 2000 uh-huh. give or take. You know, we're, once we start shipping them, we'll have a, a better idea when it comes to how much. Yeah. Because I'm sure you guys are, yeah, shipping is probably... Yeah, I mean, people are making products like forages, yeah. forages to a yeah. door. So yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting when, yeah. those, when those hit the ground. But uh, great product. The UPS really guy is going to love you guys. Oh, my word. <laughs> You're going to have to, like, drivers. Yeah, so I know. I mean, it's just like buying a safe yeah. now, I suppose. You know, you got to go through this large appliance. I mean, the safe's way more than our doors. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be fun, but I'm really excited for the product. It's needed. Yeah. We need this product. Oh, absolutely. And you guys make it so that you can, you know, have it open one way or the other. I mean, there's lots of different options. So anything else that you guys recently came out with that you want to add on? Ooh, I mean, you know, we just, we got all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, with lockdown, there are so many products that are just so handy, like our magnet magnets, our concealment magnets. They're great products that I just, I don't think there's enough awareness of. Yeah. So, you know, go check out Lockdown, follow us, Lockdown Secured. You know, we're really putting a lot of efforts into our marketing, get that, getting that brand awareness and working with partners like you. We make a lot of really great products. I'm really, really proud of what Lockdown is doing for the fire industry. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so people who want to go and check out your stuff, is it Lockdown Secure? Lockdown.com. And okay. our social media is at Lockdown Secured. Okay, and secured. And we're Don't always doing that. fun, like, giveaways yeah. and events and all of these things. I mean, well, last year we gave away a forerunner. Yeah, so I know, insane. Let's see what's going to happen this year. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. All right, awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I'm going to take another quick break and talk about our friends over at GSM Outdoors. GSM Outdoors is at SHOT Show. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to get them on the show. But one of the things I want to talk about, so they're tech mats. One of the things that... I know I personally neglect cleaning uh, a lot of my guns, unfortunately, but one of the things that's a must when you do clean it is a good surface to clean them on. Cleaning mats are great because they protect the surface that you're working on as well as help stop small parts from rolling away and getting lost if you drop them on it. A tech Mac has a bunch of options for you in a bunch of different themes and sizes. So handgun mats, only $13.99, rifle mats, $24.99. Ultra mats for $29.99, and they even have door mats that start at $39.99. Lots of really great options, patriotic designs, cutaway parts of diagrams of different guns. They have funny ones, you name it, they have it. Definitely check that out at TechMat, so that's T-E-K-M-A-T dot com. Remember, just like all of the GSM Outdoor brands, use the code GUNFUNNY20, that's all one word, and that is going to get you 20% off. And we're back. So right now I'm with Jared Grove from Caldwell and also, I guess, Frankfurt Art Arsenal, right? You do both. Yeah, two hats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys actually have some really exciting stuff coming out. 
one is the clay thrower and I had an opportunity to see that when I came to visit your guys' facility. I'm trying to think how long ago that was, but it was like one of those things where I'm like, I need this immediately. You guys didn't release it yet. You were still working on it, but it's a game changer. Yeah, you got a very early sneak peek at it when we had you out at the writer's event. Um, yeah, it's been a huge hit. It draws, it's been drawing a crowd. I mean, at the show, that has been a little light, light on the uh, attendees. Yeah. Whenever we start throwing, because we actually set it up in the batting page type thing, in the booth, and we're yeah. launching these plays, and we get to, to shoot it, and it draws a crowd. People are taking videos of themselves with it. Yeah. And it's just been awesome. It's going to be a huge success for us. For those who haven't had a chance to see it, just kind of describe it. The best you can. So so I've been practicing this. The yeah. easiest way to describe it is it's an electric clay thrower that doesn't use electricity. So you have a clay thrower that holds 50 clays, and they feed through the magazine, but you have two foot pedals, and you push one foot pedal down, and it loads the arm, and then you push another one, and it releases it. And that's in standard. And then, um, since you saw it, we figured out how to do what we're calling flurry mode where you flip a, a lever and every time you push the foot pedal down that loads it it fires so we've been able to get seven plays in the air at once with oh, it oh dang and so uh some people are really excited it, it, you don't have a battery it only weighs 35 pounds it holds up um you know, battery will weigh that much yeah so, uh the storage there the carryability not having to buy a hundred dollar battery it's just, it's a win-win. Yeah. Everybody is loving it. What is MSRP going to be on this? Three twenty-nine. Wow. Totally worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Like Man. Saying, no batteries. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, so just the other day I was shooting clays and I had my friend throw the clays and it was like, all right, I'm ready. And they like throw the clay that way. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do this again. And then it got to the point where I was like, oh, you know, give me those clays. I'll just throw my own clay. And then, you know, which is like you, I've done it before where I've thrown something up and shot it, but it's, you don't always luck out. So it's like nice to have something that's like consistent and you know exactly the, you know, how it's going to go. Yeah, absolutely. So like 55 to 70 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, you can really get some distance. Yeah. Which is going to uh, obviously help you shoot the clay. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. And then let's talk about, so, uh, Frankfurt Arsenal, another thing that I had an opportunity to see when I was at the writer's event was the press and it's called the x10 x10 okay this i even had people when i was at the smith and wesson booth they were coming over and i was like yeah so have you guys seen anything that's like super awesome and shot show anything i should look at and they actually mentioned this press and they were like dude it's it's amazing like it's one of those things where if anybody has thought about reloading and then you look at the cost that's involved and you're like, ah, I don't know. I mean, that's, you got to like reload a lot for it to really pay for itself. This, you really don't. Yeah. So it's a 10 station progressive press with a lot of built-in innovative features, uh, dual decapping, on-press swaging. So if you're processing uh, like military 556 brass, you can get that 556 brass for next to nothing because most people think of it as, as not usable yeah. because of the grip primer pocket. Our press will handle all that um, and and has a lot of built-in features. It has a case feeder, uh, you know, and 10 stations, so you have all this flexibility. And, like, we go through all the features and stuff on it, and then we show the price. And at $1,200 retail, they're like, well, what's the case? How much is for the case feeder? And they, yeah. they try to figure out why it's not two to $3,000. Yeah. And, you know, our goal was to be able to get 
you know, for somebody that shoots a lot of high volume, a progressive press, that's at an affordable price point. And it's the point, like, we get a lot of comments, the guys are ready to spend two, three thousand dollars like, oh, I'll just buy another machine. Right. So we've had a lot of comments of, of uh, I'm just going to set up multiples. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, it's really exciting to see that. It's been a lot of work from me and an engineer that are really passionate about reloading. We reload a lot of ammo. He's a professional three gun shooter, so he burns through tons of pistol rifle ammo. And me and my wife shoot competitively, so I have to load for two people. Yeah. And so uh, I load a lot of ammo on progressive presses. And we've talked before we were given the green light on the project, we knew what we wanted to build too, just talk about it. And so uh, you know, we got we got to go on it and uh, and now we're actually showing it. So so awesome to have it here. And that machine comes out in July-ish? We're going to ship our first units in towards the end of July. Yep. Wow, that is super exciting. Yeah, that actually, I mean, because I mess around with it, and if, and I have no experience whatsoever with reloading, but it was so easy that, like, I could easily do it. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. and also it didn't take up a ton of space. It was, like, nice, compact, everything's there, but it's not even like you have to have this, like, huge room, like, a mess of everything, a machine for different things, and... And so it just seems so much more appealing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think it's going to introduce a lot of people that like to shoot high volume pistol mm -hmm. and rifle. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of comments that we got about people that are like, well, you know, I I, I just got burned by the the last ammo shortage. A lot of first time gun buyers. Yeah. You know, are like a dollar around for nine millimeters. Just insane. Yeah. And they you know they've decided that well. I'll stock up on some components and then you can load it whenever you want. It's not like it goes bad. So we're going to see some people that are going to take in reloading just as a source for a, a reliable source for ammunition. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a new or expanding reloading market. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else that you want to highlight that's um, come out? Yeah, on the Cobalt side, we have new earbuds, uh, Bluetooth earbuds called oh, the Shadow yeah. Pros. I think you guys sent me those, right? Yeah. Okay, I, so I, I was... some of the very first ones. Yeah, so I um, really like those, and I actually yeah. use that at an indoor range. Yeah. Which so, is unheard of. Right. Uh, they have adjustable ambient gain, so you can turn it up or down. Yeah. So if you're in an indoor range, you can turn that ambient noise down so you don't get that reverb. I used them all shooting my 50 BMG out of Utah. Dang. And, uh, you know, that was nice. Um, so they'll 25 dB NRR, so they have a really high NRR rating and adjustable tips. So, like, obviously, your ears are probably a little smaller than mine. Yeah. Uh, so they'll get yeah. a lot of people. Um, so it's been really awesome. The feedback we've gotten from the first ones that we sent out to our uh, people that we know to get feedback on. Yeah. So, um, we're excited. Those are finally coming out. Be here in a couple months. Nice. Yeah, those were, uh, I thought you guys did an excellent job signing those. All right, well, if you guys want to check out anything that Caldwell is coming out with, just head on over to caldwellshooting.com. You could use the code GUNFUNNY10, and that gets you 10% off your first order. Also, for those who want to check out the X10, what is the website? FrankfurtArsenal.com. All right, cool. And now I'm with Jack Uller from Crimson Trace. And Jack, you guys have some really exciting stuff uh, that just came out. One thing that I'm really excited about is, is, is it 10 uh, pistol optics that you just yeah. launched? So technically it's eight pistol optics and two rifle optics, actually three now. We okay. just launched the heavy recoil optic. Um, we'll 
get into that in yeah. a little bit, but we have we have the ten new rads, uh, rapid aiming dots is what we're calling them. Uh, four micro options, four full size pistol options, and two for shotguns and carbines. Um, real, real happy with how they turned out. Lots and lots of premium features, super mm-hmm. nice price point. I mean, it's everything you want to run outside. Yeah, and so uh, like I was saying before we even started recording, I was like, nowadays it's like weird for you know a pistol manufacturer to come out with a pistol and there's no red dot, you know. Uh, I, I mean, like most of them are just like it's a standard feature now. Like, yeah. You have a little plate if you don't want yeah. a red dot. And those that aren't just making it a standard feature, like they offer an option that is obvious mm-hmm. too. I mean, and then lots and lots of people are coming gunsmiths and getting their slides pulled out. Um, lots and lots of people are coming out, you know, like removing the dovetail slide, putting like an adapter plate on there. Yeah. Which I'm giving you guys a sneak peek. Uh, I think you'll see something like that in terms of Trace and be very uh, universal and revolutionary nice. uh, feature. So, I mean, there's tens of millions of red dot of, of pistols out there that, you know, it's like, well, I don't have a slide cut. I don't want to pay $150 to go on the slide. Yeah. What's a good solution to put a red dot on this gun for training? So, uh, I'm not going to reveal all the cards just yet. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to have something very, very cool for that in the next few months. Okay. Here. So, that's genius. Yes. If, you know, I mean, that's because, yeah, how many people are like, well, Austin, I have to buy another gun just to, like, adapt to the future when they want that. And, yeah, you're right. What? And we had a very affordable way. Now, you yeah. would lose your rear dovetail sight yeah. for training, for general, for practicing like that. I mean, it's a no-brainer in my mind. Yeah. So, but the rats themselves, man, red and green aiming dot options mm-hmm. from 77.5 series of aluminum construction. It's got real glass with our proprietary coatings. And I'm biased. I'm a Crimson Trace marketing guy. Yeah. I think they look pretty good. No, they so, do. They um, absolutely look good. And I actually, so I've already had, you know, I've got my hands on them. I think it looks, you know, they work really well. I have it on my full-size pistol as well as the uh, Shield Plus. Yeah. I put that on there and was shooting with that. Uh, Really easy to use. And then you also, I like that it comes in like the red and the green. Because I personally, I prefer green. A lot of people do. Uh, the biology is affected there. So we yeah. talk, this actually, Crimson Trace has talked a lot about red versus green uh-huh. in the past with the laser sights. And of course, we're still making laser sights, and we always will. We're like, you know, why the red versus green laser? Why the red versus green aiming dot? Yeah. The human eye detects more shades of green than any other color. Interesting. And so we naturally just see green better. Yeah. And so in bright, bright sunlight, green really, really pops. Uh-huh. Um, so the catch is that green does eat battery life slightly more in laser sights and red dots, than, mm-hmm. you know, but not really that much more. You're still yeah. looking at solid battery life, but it is something to think about. Yes, my eye can see it better. Um, is it worth, you know, a bit of, of battery life? I say yes. A lot of people say yes, it, but there's still plenty of red options out there too. Right? Mm-hmm. There's, this is not really, there's no wrong answer for this one. It's purely in user preference. Yeah. Do you have to put them on, or are they shake wake? So we've got two models. We've got standard models okay. uh, that are button activated. Uh-huh. The pro versions have that ambient light sensor and the shake wake function, so okay. that saves your battery life even more. Yeah. And then like the new carbine ones for you know rifles and shotguns, uh, those have 50,000 hour battery lives. Wow. So, I mean, and the pro version of that one also has shake wake plus the ambient light sensor. I mean, super nice price point for those. You're, you're looking at literal years of mm-hmm. battery life before you have to swap out the battery. Yeah. And battery's like two months. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's incredible how long these red dots are going to last on your firearm. Yeah, absolutely. I know nothing's worse than, like, getting to the range and you're like, awesome, my uh, my battery went dead. It's cool. It's and, so frustrating. Yeah. You know, it, 
it's uh, I, I, I like to recommend like I go through my house and I, I swap out the uh, smoke alarm battery. Yeah. Um, except for like you know the super high life batteries, you know if it's twenty thousand hours, I just go ahead and swap out my battery once a year regardless. Yeah. Just because you know better safe than sorry. Enough, like you said, the range is bad enough. But Imagine if in a self defense, yeah. Pistol in self defense. I mean, you can't afford for that to go down. In terms of trades and like you know, you know how reliable our stuff is. Like, yeah. That's a good factor, but. Uh, I guess I'm paranoid. Uh, I swap once a year. I set the alarm, swap out the smoke alarms, swap out all my red dot batteries too. Nice. So, I like it. Um, and then what is the price point on those, uh, the pistol optics? Yeah, so the entire line, you said between 200 and just over $400. Um, like the micros are basically looking at 250 I believe like 250 for like Shake Lake and Get Life Sensors. It goes up a little bit for the green that you've got. The, uh, the full size Red Dots 2, you're looking at about 3 to 350, and then it's like just over 400 for the full size carbines. The field of view on all of these is one of the most positive feedbacks we've been getting. Like, yeah. it's just super easy target acquisition and transitions. Like, it's easy to get on the dot quickly. And that's the biggest thing is like, how do I find the dot? That's like the biggest learning curve to the Red Dot site. Mm -hmm. It's really easy on the Kids and Trace ones. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then let's talk about what is it, the HR? HRO. Yeah. HRO, okay. Uh, the heavy recoil optic. So, like, the Rad Max is an open red dot sight. The HRO is the Rad Max's uh, big brother. It's closed red dot sight. It's an absolute tank. We put yeah. this thing on a 240 Bravo, let it rip, and it had a good old time. I mean, it was so much fun. But put this thing on 5.56 guns and everything in between. It is just a really, really tough, durable, glowing red dot sight. Um, I'm actually going to put it on my shotgun and go turkey hunting with it this, this spring. I'm super excited to do that. Yeah. But that's got 50,000 hour battery life. It has shake awake. Um, super, super nice foot of view. I mean, and it's not that heavy either. Like, you look at it, and you think, okay, this is be heavy in my gun. It's, it's aluminum construction, so it's really not that really heavy either. Yeah, I actually, I was really impressed with even just the look. So, I mean, I know that looks aren't everything. Right. But you're putting on your gun, like you want your gun to look sexy. It's, you know, I mean, aesthetics do play a role. And, well, it's a factor now, it is. Yeah, and it, I mean, you might have a great optic, but if it just takes away from, like, this really nice-looking firearm, mm -hmm. then it's like, eh, yeah, it works well, but it's, like, hideous. I agree, like, that, you know, the optics need to work as well as they look. Like yeah. It, I mean, it, it's... It's like why sacrifice hard, one or the other to have quality and good design at the yeah. same time so we have some highly talented engineers from Crimson Trace uh, and the designers as well very very talented very very talented team you know they they work they work together they build great stuff it looks good I mean yeah. I'm very happy with how everything's turned out definitely and then what else did you guys come out with? So, weapon lights. Um, very excited for Oh, the yeah. We're hitting the, I guess we're hitting the acronyms very hard. Yeah. Know, uh, didn't plan it out that way, but uh, very, you know, very happy with the, the rapid illumination grip, is what it's called. So, a lot of guys like angle foregrips. Everybody loves weapon lights. We combined the two, put a 500 lumen weapon light into an angle foregrip. So, this is a super great accessory for AR pistols. Yeah. Because, you know, ATF says you can't put a vertical foregrip on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, the angle burger bill is free to go, and it's good for rifles and carbines too. Um, so, great features. You can adjust the lumen output. Uh, it's fully ambidextrous, and it comes with two rechargeable batteries. You don't have to remove the, the rig from the gun to swap the batteries out. You just pop it out the side, recharge it, hour runtime at the peak 500 lumens. So, very, very excited for this one. We're looking at product on shelves late February. And how long does the battery last? One hour at the peak 500.
100 lumens. Okay. Um, so super, super tough. Um, it's IPX4 rated, so you can rain. You can fully submerge it, but it can be rained on aggressively. Um, and then price point, I mean, you're looking at just over 150 bucks for this thing. So, wow. I mean, it's about the cost of a weapon light and a foregrip together. I mean, yeah. Combined it into a seamless package. I mean, yeah. So super excited for that one. Um, it's it's, it's going to be a great one for you, especially for your pistols. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's another thing, you know, that it looks great on the gun as well. I mean, well, the angle foregrip, I mean, ergonomics, you know, being able, you know, maintaining, you know, your, your grip on the firearm. Mm-hmm. It's just really, you know, a lot of guys that can do that with a seat clamp. Yeah. A lot of people like to stay, you know, underneath the handguard. And yeah. And the angle foregrip really comes into its own right there. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. And then anything else? Man, well, you know, we got the new scopes, of course. Uh, yeah. got new laser guards. Um, Shield Plus, uh, we'll have a laser guard here very soon. So uh, I know you like to carry the Shield Plus. So yeah. we'll put the new Crimson Trace Red Dot on there. And I'll have a laser guard, wraps around the trigger guard, instinctive activation. You know, that's what puts Crimson Trace on the map. Huh. Uh, should be just a couple months out for that one. Um, we just launched launched the uh, Springfield Armory Hellcat laser guard. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got them for the Ruger Max 9. I mean, Crimson Trace Roots is the laser sights. That's, you know, what we first were known for. Yeah. Um, and we're always going to maintain our roots. So yeah, we're yeah. going to continue to develop laser sights for firearms as they come out. And uh, especially for that, you know, everyday carry market where you can't find a universal fit. It has to wrap around the trigger guard. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what Crimson Trace does best. Yeah. So. That's Although, I mean, even though it's your roots, I will say you guys really stepped it up like in recent years though, with the optics. We have. I mean, it's just like really impressive. Solutions is the, that's the goal. You yeah. Know, I need to aim my firearm, come on over to Crimson Trace. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. So um, anyone who wants to check that stuff out, uh, you kind of gave, you know, an idea of like when it'll be available mm-hmm. and uh, I'm assuming on the website or is it already on the yeah, website? lots of information on the website. We okay. have some videos up now. There's, I mean, obviously we're going to send home with you. We do, do a full review for your, uh, mm-hmm. your audience, of course. Yeah. And uh, no, we're on shelves late February for the rig. Um, lost my train of thought here. Uh, no, it, it's going to be a fantastic product. Yeah. Um, customer service team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys have any questions, you know, we work with them every week. Great people. You know, they're outdoor people. They hunt, they shoot, they know Crimson Trace products. You know, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to them. They'll get you taken care of. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then the website is? CrimsonTrace.com. Okay, cool. And and then also follow them on social media? Absolutely. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, We do try to get a lot of instructional videos on our YouTube page for how to installs, uh, general questions. And if there's something that, you know, uh, your viewers like, hey, we're not sure how to install this or what's the best way to optimize this light or red dot on my pistol, mm-hmm. uh, tell us, like, hey, make, a, make an instructional video for us out there. We'll, we'll add to the list and we'll, we'll get it on the site. Yeah, that's a great idea. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you hosting me and, you know, letting me record from your booth. It's an awesome booth. Thank you. I appreciate the four walls. Keeps the, you know? the shot show sound out It there. does, yeah. although I have a feeling you're still going to pick up just because the mics aren't working as well, but uh, it'll still pick up some of that, you know, background noise, but whatever. Hey, at least at least there's background noise, right? You know, it's kind of at least people showed up. Change your pace, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's decent attendance here at Shot Show. And, yeah. Um, you know, I'm so glad you got you can stop by the stop by the booth and hang out with us for a little bit. Um, I believe you're gonna be here for a little bit while, a lot yeah. longer. So, um, uh, you know, let, we'll, we'll keep you know, other people can come visit. And I believe we're doing autographs. Is that right? That's yeah, we are show. also doing autographs. Um, so, no, thank you so much for coming by, and uh, I can't wait for you to start reviewing some more Crimson Trace uh, red dots and, and laser sights. Yeah, definitely. And, guys, there's also going to be a hunt in the future. 
So just uh, be on the lookout for that. I wasn't going to spoil it, but uh, since you brought it up, I think, yeah, the, the antelope hunt is what we've been talking about. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, antelope are very, very challenging and very rewarding uh, hunt out there. So I can't wait for you guys to come out and go hunting with us. And, and uh, it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, and that is a wrap to the show. And once again, just want to apologize for the audio. Hopefully I can figure something like a solution out for, you know, if I decide to record at these shows again. But I thought there was a lot of great guests, lots of great information, lots of cool products coming out this year that I'm really excited for. And on that note, guys, if you haven't left a review on iTunes, please do so. Otherwise, I'm going to see you guys next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.